Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you're having an amazing day. Staying grateful, staying positive, and just enjoying this very moment right in front of you. And whatever you celebrate, I just want to wish you a happy holiday season. Be present, be grateful, and just enjoy this time with your loved ones. And in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we have on Jeremy Abramson, who is known as a high-energy coach who helps top-level executives and entrepreneurs unleash their fullest potential. He is recognized around the world for his expertise in mindful movement, integrative nutrition, and brain chemistry. And in this episode, we hear all about Jeremy's story and how to actually thrive in the new year, in 2021, to make it your best year ever. And THRIVE is actually an acronym, and we go through step-by-step what it means to thrive and how you can actually reach your fullest potential so you can make 2021 the best year ever. Now, also, Jeremy talks about how to overcome self-limiting beliefs and how he has really turned himself into this awesome health and fitness professional and entrepreneur. And he has a podcast that I highly recommend called Thrive University. You can go to thejeremyabramson.com and learn more about him, his podcast. He also has a coaching program. It's really cool to see what he's up to. And he actually is crushing it on the tick of talk if you want to follow him at Coach Jeremy 305 and on IG at Coach Jeremy 305. He puts out some great content that really is inspirational and educational. So highly recommend just going to thejeremyabramson.com and just checking out all his links. And as you can probably hear, my mic is a little different. I'm actually traveling right now. So the episode is with my normal mic, but this is on my headphones. So the intro is a little different. Sorry about that. But you guys will hear great quality audio and an awesome interview. So if you get value from this one, please share it with a friend. Let them know that you can thrive in 2021 with these really step-by-step principles and unleash your fullest potential. And give us a shout out online at Kerry underscore underscore Jack or at Coach Jeremy 305. Let us know what you think of this episode because I really think you're going to get a ton of value. So without further ado, let's dive in to this episode of the Happy SO Podcast. Real quick, guys, the holidays are here, and I have the perfect gift for you. I'm talking about Therasasha's Thera 360 Plus Portable and Affordable Sauna. I mean, this is literally one of my favorite biohacks. Heck, I literally just got out of it. And it helps with detoxification, decreasing inflammation, increasing circulation, and relieving pain, all while burning calories, sitting on your bum, enjoying some red light, full-spectrum infrared therapy. So if you guys want to get one of these for for yourself or for some family members that you really love for the holidays, go to therasage.com and use code HAPPY to save. Therasage, that's T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com and then use code HAPPY to save. And I'm telling you, you will just rock the socks off of your loved ones with this gift because it is super practical but so 
freaking nice to sit in your in your sauna at home and just enjoy some full spectrum infrared red light therapy. So go to therasage.com and use code HAPPY. Now let's keep going with this episode. One more thing, guys. If you want to reduce your stress levels and feel more relaxed and happier and at peace, heck, that's why you're listening to the Happy Hustle Podcast, right? Then you want to check out this awesome supplement called Magnesium Breakthrough because I partnered with the awesome folks at Bioptimizers to bring you this supplement at a discounted rate. It helps to sleep faster and deeper. And it boosts your immune system while maintaining a normal heart rhythm. And the reason I take Magnesium Breakthrough is because it is the most complete formula that includes naturally derived forms of seven supplemental magnesiums with no synthetic additives or preservatives. And what I really love about Bioptimizers is they stand behind their products and they do a full money-back guarantee within 365 days of your purchase. So you literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain with this supplement, especially if you want to reduce that cortisol and get more peace in your life while just increasing that levels of deep relaxation and ultimately sleeping better. So you guys can get this hookup on Bioptimizers Magnesium Breakthrough by going to bioptimizers.com backslash happy. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com backslash happy. Save yourself 10%, get the hookup, and it comes with that money back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. All right, guys, let's get back to this episode. All right, Jeremy Averson, welcome to the Happy Hustle Podcast, my brother. I am super stoked to connect. Yes, sir. We've been we've been uh, meaning to make this happen for quite some time. So, dude, it's it's an honor and a privilege to be on here exchanging energy with you. I'm super excited. Yeah, man, this is going to be great. I mean, you are definitely one of the highest energy individuals that I know. And, you know, you were a high energy coach, which makes sense. You're an entrepreneur. You're a podcaster. You have so many awesome things going in a health and fitness professional. But what's something interesting about Jeremy that not too many people know? Something interesting about me that not a lot of people know is that I lived in Israel actually for a year after high school. And it's something that I think as an 18 year old, I didn't really appreciate it at the time, but subconsciously it opened me up to so many possibilities, like being exposed to different cultures, different languages, different religions. And I feel like that kind of fed my curiosity for travel and for experience. And I never really tied those things together until recently. And I think for anyone listening, you know, who's been to college or who's thinking of going to college or whatever your experience or situation is, you know, I think there's so many great ways in 2020 to educate yourself and to learn. And, you know, listening to this podcast is a great way to do that. Traveling, taking yourself out of your typical environment. And that for sure was something that I feel like boosted my maturity level at a young age. So mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, man. Makare. I uh, I love Israel. 
<laughs> I've been there. I'm a uh, half Jew. This part right here, my nose. Um, hey, that's like three quarters, bro. <laughs> yeah, it is three quarters. You're right. Um, but that's the truth, man. Israel is one of my favorite countries. And I think education through travel is single-handedly one of the best things individuals can do for themselves. Obviously, now with the pandemic, travel's been limited. But I lived in Barcelona for about 10 months, um, Bangkok, Thailand for about nine months, Rio, um, De Janeiro, Brazil for about four months and like traveled around those different, you know, countries and continents. And those are some of my fondest memories and some of my best lessons were learned while traveling, while, you know, just being abroad, then spending time in Central America. I think everyone needs to go explore and get out of this bubble, you know, that we're in. Yeah, bro. And, and I went to Barcelona two summers ago and I was there for like probably a little over a week. And I love that place. Like it really reminded me of Miami, like the Miami of Europe. Yeah. And, and like you said, I think it just gives you newfound perspectives that you can't really get otherwise. 100%, man. And speaking of newfound perspectives, let's dive into the meat and potatoes of this one, because I think 2021 is just around the corner. We're recording this at the end of 2020, which has been a hell of a year, you know, and I really want to talk about how to thrive in 2021. And I know you have a thrive method. Walk us through what thrive is all about and the inspiration behind it. Yeah, brother. I I appreciate you asking. Um, And like you said, 2020 has been a challenging, tumultuous year for, for many of us. And it's really forced us to pivot and find solutions to how to really overcome some of the challenges we're experiencing. And Carrie, you know, like, like most people, uh, like most people out there and most people listening right now, I feel like I spend most of my life just living unconscious of my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, And I feel like this is the way that many people navigate through life, just going through the motions on this hamster wheel. And what happens when you get too comfortable on this hamster wheel is you never get off and you never unleash your full potential. So I realized this, that mediocrity and being normal and being average, like that is my biggest fear. Um, it really is. And I don't know about you, but but I want to make the most out of this human experience. And I know, you know, you do too. Like you're all about that same mindset. So really after studying these last five years from top teachers and practitioners, you know, Wim Hof, Don Miguel Ruiz, Joe Dispenza, uh, and, and others, I really created and discovered that there's six key components to living your dream life. And I really believe that if the listeners can begin to implement some of the things we're going to talk about and, and start to master some of these things, that they're going to be in position to fucking crush 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, is it cool to cuss on here, by the way? That's cool. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to upset anyone. So Um, so again, I'm a huge fan of acronyms and, uh, and, and it's no different with thrive. So just to give you kind of an overview, thrive stands for thoughts, habits, 
relationships, intention, vitality, and enthusiasm. And I'm just going to adjust this. So number one, thoughts, right? Um, as people have been listening to this, I'm sure they've had hundreds of thoughts enter their brain. And according to most studies, we have between 40 and 60,000 thoughts every day. And 90% of these thoughts tend to be the exact same things we thought yesterday. Um, and many of these have a negativity bias. So these can involve ruminating in the past, which I call rear view mirror syndrome and dwelling or fearing what's coming next. I know so many people, especially right now, they're like, when am I going to be able to travel again? When are my kids going to be able to get, go back to school again? When are we going to be able to have a sense of normalcy again? Um, and I feel like these thought patterns really create a lot of anxiety, a lot of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and both of these thought patterns are fear-based. Um, and, and like, you know, when you're operating from fear, your levels of cortisol, which are, which is your stress hormone, they skyrocket. And when your body, when your mind is constantly in fight or flight, this weakens your immune system and literally causes inflammation to the body on a cellular level. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's a coincidence that half of America right now is suffering from a chronic disease, like diabetes, like obesity, like heart disease. And this stress that we have causes inflammation and that inflammation manifests into disease. So I'll finish, I'll finish uh, the thoughts component of Thrive off by saying, I don't think it's necessarily the thoughts that are debilitating us. I really think it's the judgment we have about our thoughts. Mm. And I think we're constantly criticizing ourselves and we're overcritical of ourselves. Like, fuck, why do I keep thinking about my ex again? Or why do I keep dwelling on that same situation? So rather than judging yourself so harshly, um, start to just be curious, like, Hey, that's interesting. You know, I'm thinking about so-and-so again. What lesson did this teach me? What emotions do I experience when I think about this person? Um, so I'm all about giving people actionable steps because, you know, I know people in your community value that. And I think oftentimes it's like people identify a problem. It's like, okay, cool. Well, do you have a solution for me? So, yeah. <laughs> so, so three quick things I think people can do and take action on is – Stop watching the news. Uh, I think the news is just a sea of negativity. And Amen. Seen, <laughs> yeah, like you're out in Montana, bro. Like, like disconnected, connect. The only news you're consuming is like nature. And pretty much. <laughs> right. And then and then also creating some sort of affirmation, which I know you're big on. And say this affirmation before you go to bed, because your first thought in the morning is almost always going to be the last thought that you had at night. So mm -hmm. make sure that final thought is a positive one that's promoting peace and calm. And then lastly, would be stop judging yourself so harshly. Now, 
this is easier said than done. This is a process in itself. This is a journey. Um, but really understand that it's not your thoughts that are creating pain. It's the judgment about those thoughts that are. Mm, those are great points, man. And I think everyone can just take a step back. And if you've ever read that book by Mickey Singer, The Untethered Soul, have you have you ever read it? I have. And I, I also yeah. read, um, I don't know if you've read his other book called The Surrender Experiment. Yep, yep. Yeah, it makes what you're saying makes me think of Mickey. And I actually know Mickey personally. My brother was his personal mentee. And you should actually, you're in Florida. He has the Temple of the Universe in Gainesville, Florida, that you can go and meditate on Sundays. They have it there. So I've been there multiple times. Grant studied with him for two years, my brother. But the point is, you know, Mickey and yourself are talking about become the observer of your thoughts and and don't let that monkey mind. I mean, we all have it, but don't let it consume you in your everyday, you know, present moment. I mean, we can we can step outside of it. Don't judge our thoughts. Like Jeremy said, you know, just allow them to be what they are. And and really, I think controlling the input, like you said, not watching news, controlling the input, putting positive energy into your, you know, your brain and your sphere and your, your emotional, you know, intelligence. And I think all of that, those steps are, are super tangible and very important. Just making sure that we don't just flood ourselves with toxic self-limiting thoughts, because that's what really holds us back. And, and in 2021, this is a new chapter for everyone to step into their full power, control them and their, and their thoughts and, and allow their thoughts to serve them and manifest into new realities. So great points there. Let's get into R. Uh, We got thoughts. What's the R? Yeah, dude. And by the way, um, it's funny you mentioned that his uh, temple of the universe in Gainesville. So I'm actually back in California now, but Gainesville, as I was road tripping back from uh, when I moved from Miami back to California, like three months ago, and I actually like called up and I spoke to his assistant and because of everything going on, they weren't doing anything, but um, I definitely want to connect with him. I think he's uh, just, he's woke. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he, he really is um, tapped into something special. Um, and yeah, everything you said is, is super relevant and, and very aligned. Um, so to finish off the point about thoughts, you know, I like to think of thoughts as Joe Dispenza says, as vocabulary of the brain. Mm. And they literally, and this is something our mutual friend Ben Azadi talks about, you know, they literally change our gene expression. Like how powerful is that, that you can literally impact, you can turn on or off your genes based on what's going on in your mind. Mm. And, and I think once people understand how powerful they are, it's like, they'll understand like, oh shit, like, okay, you know, it's time to take this stuff a little bit more seriously. It's time to infuse a little more intention into my life. So these, ma- these thoughts manifest into feelings and emotions. And then those feelings and emotions are what create our habits. And that is what H is for. H is for habits. Um, so one of the quotes, I don't know who said this, It might've been James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, but he says, we don't decide our future. We decide our habits and our habits decide our future. Mm. And 
so, so if you really want to create that bright future for yourself and moving forward into 2021 and the next decade, make sure that your actions are aligned with your aspirations. And I think there's oftentimes a big disconnect. People say, hey, I want to accomplish this or I want to start this. I want to achieve this. But they're not taking the actions that are going to help get them there. And uh, so, so the way that I like to think about habits, Carrie, is basically in a neuroscience type of way. So something that I'm really big on, especially like with myself and really implementing this work with my clients, is that once you understand the science behind motivation, you can really hack your habits. And I think oftentimes people try to infuse like six different habits at once. Like, hey, I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. I'm going to start CrossFit. I'm going to intermittent fast. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to go vegan all in the same week. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, bro. Like, yeah, that, that might work for you for a week or maybe, maybe a month if you're lucky. But the most reason, the, the biggest reason I think people don't achieve long-term success is because they don't have a systematized approach at their habits. And, you know, winners and losers have the same goals. You know, every team starts off with the beginning of a season with the goal of winning a championship, but only one wins. Um, and, and that's because there's, teams, there's teams and organizations that have the systems, that have the practices, that have the habits that support their goals. And then most of them don't. So um, real quick, I mean, stacking habits, understand that you release dopamine every time that you make small amounts of progress. This doesn't have to be something massive like hitting your hundredth episode of your podcast, right? This is something simple like, hey, I woke up, I made my bed, I brushed my teeth, I told the people in my life how much I love them, I, um, I moved my body. And when you start to stack these small wins, you create momentum. Mm. And I see habits as just a great way to create momentum in your life. Um, and, and habits are really just mental solutions that can serve energy. And the less you have to think about them, the better, because you're reducing your cognitive load. And then you can use that energy on the big things that really matter. Those big decisions, you know, planning a big trip or whatever it may be. And, um, I, I just, I just want to encourage people listening, like, start off by instilling one habit a week, like literally pick one thing and we'll talk about some options, but, but one thing, imagine stacking one habit a week for a full year. That's 52 fucking habits, positive changes that you made in your life. And if you stack that for a decade, that's 10 times 52, that's over 500 things. Like, so so I think people underestimate what they can accomplish in a long period of time because they're trying to fit all of this in in one day. And, and that's just not practical for long-term longevity. So 
You know, I think sometimes the first week of instilling a new habit might be unbearable, whether it's a cold shower, an ice bath, or, you know, sauna, or a new workout regimen, whatever it is, the second week's going to be uncomfortable, right? And the third week, I think you're going to start to feel unstoppable. Like, I got this. Let's go. Um, so, so moving forward, like to close the point of habits, I would say, you know, something for the listeners to think about is like implement intention into that. So like add a time and location. I find that with my clients and myself, the more specific you can be with things, the better. And the more you're going to stay committed to your promises to yourself. So an example of that would be like, hey, I'm going to do a 20 minute stretch every morning at 6.30 a.m. in my backyard, right? Like, boom, you can put it on the calendar. It's automatic. Yep. Um, and, and, then, and then finally, like habit stacking, you know, start to start to cultivate that momentum and understand that by doing that, like you're infusing so much motivation and energy into your body, into your physiology, and that's going to just continue to accelerate your growth. Yeah. Hey, man, I love those those habits stacking. And you said something super cool. Habits are mental solutions that conserve energy. I thought that was brilliant. I don't know if that's a Jeremy special or if you heard that elsewhere, but that's great. And uh, And I really think what people can think about first and foremost is think about the target that you're after. Like, what is your goal? Get crystal clear on that goal. <clears throat> then reverse engineer that process using habits to get there. And so, for instance, if you want to write a book, your goal is to write a book for 2021. You want it published or self-published in December. Okay. And you your target is 175 page book. Well, then you reverse engineer the process. How many pages each morning do I need to write in the first six months in order to get it to then the editing stage and in order to then shop it to publishers in order to get it to the next phase to marketing and the launch? And you reverse engineer the process using habits, the habit of having the discipline, obviously, to get up every morning and write, uh, which, you know, is a beast in its own right. <laughs> Finishing up my first book, I'll tell you, it's a labor of love. Have you? Have are you writing a book, Jeremy? I, I feel like you got a book in you for sure. Um, yes, and it's I'm yes, and you know I think I I've kind of like juggled this. Um, I want to you know like I I really love what Tim Ferriss did with like Tools of Titans. Oh yeah, and he basically had all of his guests write his book, um, which is fucking genius. Yeah. So, so yes, um, it's not like my most immediate thing. Gotcha. But but it's definitely something that like I continue when I do have a little extra time, thirty minutes here, thirty minutes there. I I kind of like I have a Google Doc going. Um, but cool. I I love that what you said, bro, because. Most people have zero idea how to set goals and there's, there's really no framework like taught to us in school. 
And to kind of piggyback your idea, if you're cool with it, like what you were talking about, yeah. um, I'd like to, I'd like to, again, I just finished reading this incredible book called um, Four Disciplines of, uh, is it called Four Disciplines of Leadership? I'm not sure what the title is. I can, I can let you know for sure, but, but it's really powerful in terms of creating a framework for goal setting. And mm -hmm. oftentimes people set so many different goals. And I think it's more beneficial to focus on like two to three. And we call these our wigs or wildly important goals. Mm. And it's so important to like set a time, a time frame for yourself like you did. Like, hey, I want to go from 180 pounds to 165 pounds by March 31st, 2021. Right. And then from there, you create what are called lead measures. What are those actionable steps that you're going to take every day that are going to help you get there? So when you're creating these lead measures for yourself, think about things that, number one, you have full control over. Mm. And number two, they're directly going to influence your wig, your wildly important goal. So just using that example, it's like, okay, I'm going to go for a 20-minute walk every morning, and I'm not going to eat past 7 p.m. every night. So those are two uh, lead measures, actionable steps that are fully under your control. And they're probably going to influence that result in a positive way. So I think, I think what you said about goal setting, I just wanted, I think that's a useful conversation, especially right now, you know, 2021, everyone's like, like yeah, I'm going to crush it this year. Well, yeah. Like let's, let's, let's get a little more clear on how you're going to crush it. Yeah. And, and it's a great point. And I like having those wigs and the goals that are super important to you. Let's get those accomplished first thing in the morning too, I think is a, a step that a lot of people miss. Uh, Stephen Covey talks about, you got big rocks, little rocks, and then the sand. And have you ever seen that analogy where you try to fit all the, the big rocks, little rocks in the sand into the jar? Well, if you put the sand first, and then the big, and then the little rocks, and then the big rocks—they're not all going to fit in the jar. Is a, an a, a, essentially an analogy for your day, right? So you're not going to yeah. get it all fit in a day. The sand could be emails and text messages. The the little rocks could be meetings, and the big rocks could be your book or could be working on you know an online course or whatever it is for you. But once you put the big rocks in first and you accomplish what you really know is a priority is going to move the needle in your life first thing in the morning, then you let the little rocks fill in around the big rocks, which are, okay, let's hit the meetings. Let's do the, you know, do all the things that, that need to get accomplished. And then the sand just fills in the gaps. Then it all fits in your jar of your day and you accomplish everything. And I think it's very relevant conversation, especially for 2021 coming up really getting crystal clear. What are your big rocks? First and foremost, what is the, you know, the one to maybe three things that are, are going to move the, the needle in your business and in your life for this upcoming year, get clear on those. And my buddy, Dave Ruel has a, a epic planner, how to be most efficient and effective. And I just had him on the podcast and it was, a, and he sent me his planner and this thing is great. And it's a, it's an excellent framework to accomplish your task in the most efficient and effective way. And I think everyone needs to either have a journal or a daily planner outside of tech, you know, tech is cool and there's a lot of benefits to it, but nothing's like freehand. I know you're a journaler. Uh, so I got like, 
This is the game changer for me the last year's high performance habits from Brendan Bruchard. I got it right here, dude. I got the same thing. Yeah. So I'm excited to kind of see what what, what the other one you were speaking about, but I feel like I, I like have such a good system with this one and my clients love it as well. So uh, I'm a big believer, like when you find that thing that's working for you, just like keep riding that wave. Hey, more power to you. I, I actually use the high performance planner. I, I just, he shipped me his book and his planner, uh, the Epic planner. And that is 100% going to be Q1 of 2021 for me and beyond because it's that good. So maybe you look, you want to look into it in the future and everyone listening. Cause I, I mean, I don't say that lightly, you know, I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little journal slut. I'll say, <laughs> you know, I like to, I like to get around and check them all out because I, I love a good journal, you know. Uh, and I've never called myself a journal slut before, but I guess uh, you know it's fitting. What? <laughs> it's funny too because, like, because uh, I'm always asking myself, you know, always kind of evaluating, like, you know, each day, each week, like, how am I showing up? Where am I leaking energy? What are some things that maybe I'm attached to that I need to let go of? And, and, and I was like evaluating and I was like, you know, I've done a pretty good job of, of, of letting go of most of my attachments, but like my notebook, my journal is like one thing that I literally take everywhere. And, mm. and, uh, you know, even like if I go on a hike or, you know, I go to the gym, like for me, I am always, and I'm sure you, you can relate to this. Like I'm always coming up with ideas or seeing something that like gives me an idea. Hey, it would be cool to create a piece of content around that or, you know, implement that with a client. And, and rather than relying on tech, you know, I think we're depending on tech already a, a, a enough as it is. Like I love to just write freehand and I feel like it also processes much better in our, in our prefrontal cortex. Yeah, great points, man. And I'm sure the listeners are probably like, but Carrie and Jeremy, what's the end of Thrive acronym? You know, they're all, it's, hey. uh, it's uh, the Zarconic principle, you know, where you leave them hanging and uh, they want more. So let's get to it. I want to I wanna finish up that Thrive acronym because I think it's super valuable for everyone listening, you know, and, and I think we left off on R. So yeah. hit us with yes. R. Yeah, we had thoughts and habits. And honestly, R, I've realized like is one of the things that might be the biggest mover for people, like meaning that this is an area where I see a lot of people struggling and stressing about. And, you know, of course, there's the expression, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, or uh, your net worth is your network. And both of these things are true 100%. Um, however, I feel like oftentimes we don't realize how powerful we are in attracting the right energy and vibration into our lives. So if you are looking around yourself right now and you see like, hey, who are the people that you're hanging around the most or maybe Zooming with during these last few months, right? Um, who are you letting penetrate your, your energetic field, your frequency? And 
if that person isn't aligned with you, they don't serve you, they don't support your growth, they don't hold you accountable, well, understand you're going to be hanging out in that pit of mediocrity that we touched on earlier. So if you really want to build a powerful network and, and meaningful relationships, you need to really uh, really get clear with your core values. Like what are the things that are important to you? You know, what are the things that you are committed to embodying? And, you know, I, I use an example, like my, one of my friends, uh, who I actually met on my Israel trip coming full circle, he, he, like whenever we hang out, uh, he, it'll be like watching a sports game. It'll be some unhealthy snack, Doritos, um, Sour Patch Kids, uh, whatever it is, right? And (laughs) he'll be like like munching on the snack, bro. And his other hand will be like fondling his balls. And oh, wow. (laughs) And he'll be like, he'll be like, yo, man, like, I just want to, I just want to like find my girl. And, I, and, and I'm like, well, dude, like what, what, what are those qualities you're looking for? And he's like, you know, I want her to be ambitious. I want her to be kind. I want her to be really healthy with her mind and with her body. I want her to be outdoorsy and adventurous. And I'm like, and I'm like, bro, I won't mention his name, but I'm like, bro, like <laughs> not embodying any of those things right now. So, so how do you expect to attract like all of those amazing qualities, if you're not embodying one of them. Mm. So, so, you know, I think when we look at relationships, it all starts with you. So, and this can be challenging, right? To like face your shadow, face your darkness, be honest with yourself. How are you showing up in the world? Um, And that's really what you're going to attract in your life. So, so uh, again, getting clear with those core values and, and then also doing an audit of your current relationships. Like who are some people that maybe you might need to distance yourself from in a, in a kind way? Who are some people that maybe you want to surround yourself with that maybe you have in your life or you want to have in your life and start to form those relationships? And, and um, I think a great book for everyone to read. I'm not sure if you've read this one, Carrie, like, that really talks about the process of self-love is called mastery of love by Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm. He's the, he's the author of the four agreements. Yep. And I've gifted that book to so many people. And like, then they start gifting it because people talk about like self-love all the time, but they don't really offer, you know, steps like solution. Yeah. Like, how can I forgive myself? How can I build trust? How can I receive love? Um, so, so yeah, getting clear with how you want to show up and understand that like everyone in your life right now, whether you've been cheated on, whether you've been abandoned, whether you've been betrayed, all of these things are a, a mirror. Yourself. Yeah. They're all a mirror. And I always ask people like, if they start complaining or, or blaming people, I'm like, who's the common denominator in all of these equations? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That's, you're preaching the truth right here. And I love it. It's uh, it, it kind of reminds me, you know, of my own relationship with my fiance, Steph, I, I, we're celebrating our five-year anniversary coming up on the 21st of December, which is crazy to think about five years for me. Um, you know, we met after, 
I was running amok over in Southeast Asia and just did not love myself, did not value my energy, would give it away freely, basically. <laughs> and, you know, I came back and I wasn't at a place of self-love. So I basically practiced uh, abstinence for a while and focused on myself, focused on, you know, my my energy cultivating my chi, you know, growing up doing martial arts uh, with the Taoist priest and, and Kung Fu master, I, I learned the power of cultivating your own chi. And I realized I was not at all cultivating my chi. And that was uh, a pivotal moment in my life because she actually, we, we met briefly before on a promo modeling gig before I moved to Thailand. And that was it. We kind of just left it be. And then we reconnected on my return. And she was in a self-love journey. I was in a self-love journey. We weren't looking for love, but we were looking to become the best versions of ourselves. Therefore, we found the best versions of ourselves in one another. And I think it's a beautiful moment. And also to your point, I think each person needs to audit their inner relationships and realize that there's multiple different tiers of friends. You got the five second friend, right? Someone who's like, hey, what's up? Gotta go. <laughs> you know, you got the five minute friend who is like, hey, yeah, chat it up. Maybe I'll get a quick coffee. Then you got the five hour friend who's like, hey, let's spend the day together. Let's, you know, let's kick it. Let's, uh, you know, go go to the park or go work out or whatever. And then there's a five week friend that you could go on a trip together, you know, and, and like hang out and, and you could live maybe abroad with them for a, a short duration. And then you got the five year friend who's like, yes, this is my person. They got my back. They're my ride or die. You know, and there's only a couple of, of, of that tier in your life. If you really assess it and everyone else, you know, you got to know which category your friends are in. And you also have to think about, are they being energy vampires? There's a great bus uh, book by yeah, uh, John Gordon. Yeah, John Gordon, the energy bus. A great way to look at energy and who's sucking it from you. You know, because there's a bunch of energy vampires out there. But I think relationships are key. And one thing that I just want to mention to everyone out there, especially if you're in a, you, are you still with your girl? Uh, yeah, so, so okay. it's been an interesting um, kind of I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Sorry, yeah, I did. So, uh, so basically, when you were talking about abstinence, I was like, oh, yeah, I've experienced that. Um, <laughs> basically, 2020 for me was like, obviously, it was quarantine, but I was also so focused on like my, my mission and my creative process. Uh, so I didn't really prioritize like intimacy. Um, for 2020. So I basically went all of 2020 without sexual intercourse. And, and, right. and, and uh, it was not like intentional, but it also like, wasn't something I was like craving necessarily. Um, but anyways, you know, this girl that I met in Ibiza talking about like meeting people overseas, this girl that I met in Ibiza uh, in July, 2018, on a boat party of all places. Um, we like really connected. We stayed in touch. She visited me in Miami last year. And then we kind of accelerated our conversation and like opening up a little more. And then she just visited me in California last month, which, and we really just like connected on, on deeper levels. And then I'm actually going to visit her. She lives in Belgium. Um, oh, cool. So, so we're meeting, I'm going to Amsterdam in February to spend a week with her. 
Awesome, man. That's, I mean, long distance relationships really are something to marvel at. And it really allows you to deepen the relationship on a, on a mental level. Like I always say, you got to, I don't even want to say this, but it's true. You, you fuck their mind before you fuck the body, you know, when you're doing a long distance. Mind, bro. Yeah. And my brother, he, dude, he just was chatting it up with his, you know, Latin lover for the past 10 and a half months. Her name's Maria, Miss Venezuela, beautiful soul. Never met her. They're now spending the last month. They finally, after, you know, she was stuck in Germany on quarantine. Now they finally reconnected in Costa Rica for the past 30 days. And now they're in Mexico together and they're just, their love is flourishing. It's beautiful to see how it culminated to that meeting point. But they, you know, anyone out there listening, they're probably like, oh, how is this any relevant to me? The point is cultivate relationships deeper than just intimacy, you know, and deeper than whatever it is like your your initial desire really get to know someone and figure out are they adding value to your life or maybe are they being an energy vampire right so that's the point i want to tie it all together in a bow and keep moving because we're on i now so uh let's hear it oh yeah everything you said is is really spot on and i've kind of seen a lot of people like some some of my good friends during this time also like get into relationships and they all seem to be like really strong because there was that, there was that exploration process, like actually getting to know each other and become friends and ask each other meaningful questions and be vulnerable and be authentic. And, and all of these things that sometimes don't happen uh, in the flow of like the everyday grind. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely, uh, I think this time has forced people to like face their shadows and see like, what is it that's important to me? Um, yep. and, and yeah, I definitely encourage everyone listening right now to, to take that time and, and, and attract whatever it is you want to. And you do that by embodying those qualities. Um, yep. One, off, one final point. If you want a 10, be a 10. Facts. Um, <laughs> I'm writing that because like, I also like when I, when I have you on my show, it's like, it's going to be cool to kind of dive deeper into some of the things that you've mentioned. So, so I'm excited for that, bro. Um, I is for intention and basically infusing intention into everything you do. And I like to think of intention as really like an anchor you know, as an anchor, you know, what, uh, before you, before you start your day, before you move your body, before you eat your meal, before you have a big meeting, before you have a conversation with your partner, like these are all opportunities to take a couple breaths and get clear, like, Hey, what is it that I want to get out of this experience? What are the feelings I want to experience and how do I want to show up? Um, so you know, easy example that I think will help people like before you eat your next meal, you know, instead of scarfing it down mindlessly, like observe your plate and look at all the different colors and the different smells and think about all of the people and all of the processes involved in getting that food onto your plate. And 
set the intention to appreciate every bite. Um, and I think that'll add a lot of meaning to your meals, to your dining experience. So how can we, I think a big one now too, Carrie, is like, how can we go from feelings of like anxiety and scarcity to love and abundance, mm. right? Because so many people, like we spoke about, are going through hard times right now. And I think it really does start with intentions and reprogramming your subconscious mind. Um, so, so I think lastly, like what makes intention really powerful is that it gives you a guide on what not to do. Mm -hmm. So similarly to like, once you identify your core values. So for instance, for me, some of my core values are authenticity, presence, joy, Right. So right away, if I see like a person or an opportunity that comes to me and I assess my core values, hey, do these does this person or this thing or this opportunity like align with my core values? And if the answer is no, it's like an easy no. You know what I mean? It gives you an inner compass to operate from. So once you gain clarity on what you want, it makes it very easy for you to eliminate certain behaviors and ways of being. Um, so. Love it. Yeah. So that's, that's what I would say about intention. Uh, I mean, intention is everything, you know, people out there listening. I, I like how you, you mentioned it as the anchor to really attach yourself to your core values. And I want to take it a step further because a lot of entrepreneurs out there are listening. You know, many happy hustlers are either entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. And one of the things that is super beneficial for me personally was when I clarified my intention with my business and how it relates to my personal brand mm -hmm. and what I want everyone to think about right here, right now. And this is a brand builders group um, exercise, a company that I'm affiliated with that I went through their whole process to help me build my business is what is the one word problem that you feel called to solve? One word. That's the specificity that you need to set your intention clear. And then the next question is, who do you solve that problem for, right? So what is that one word intention, that problem that you feel called to solve and who do you solve it for? And then third question is, what is your uniqueness and how do you exploit it in the service of others? And that's how you tie it all together with your intention. And for me personally, I realized that imbalance is the one word problem that I feel called to solve for mission-driven entrepreneurs because I was so out of balance, bro. I was burnt out. I was hustling, but not happy. Working six months hard, 100 plus hour weeks, launching my tech startup in New York City. We got the seven-figure VC funding deal, but I was so burnt out, I couldn't do it. A lot of people listening know my story in a lot of capacities. However, I was so burnt out and I realized that I was out of balance. Balance equals happiness to me. And I created this proprietary framework of the 10 alignments of being a happy hustler. And that is how I stay in balance and, and how I measure myself, you know, every single week on that continuum. And I think having that intention, tying it all back together, knowing that imbalance is the problem I'm solving, knowing my mission, who I'm called to serve, does this get me closer or further away from my intention? Asking myself that and re 
asking myself that every single decision, you know, it sounds exhausting, but it actually, that type of discipline opens up for freedom and we're all craving freedom, right? We're all craving financial freedom, time freedom, and creative freedom. Those are the three freedoms that we all crave, right? Oh, I hope to that. That Yes. I love that, bro. Like definitely everything you mentioned in terms of creating that clarity and getting clear with the problem you're solving and who you're serving and defining your uniqueness and and superpowers, man, I, I love that framework. And it's like you said, once you get clear with it, it makes it so much easier to create content, right? Like, you know, who your message is for, um, was that, is, is that company based in Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. Rory and AJ, great people. Happy to talk to you about that more and anyone listening. I actually, I actually run free brand strategy calls as a part of their, their company. So anyone out there listening who wants to dive deeper and in, in clarifying their mission, their message, I feel so called to help with this ripple effect of, and I think a personal brand is the future, creating your personal brand out there and, and having that type of clarity around your problem, your mission, your message. Actually, you know, through my LinkedIn, you can get on my calendar and book a time with me to go through this stuff. Not just you, but anyone listening. Um, It's super powerful, man. It's super powerful stuff. And it was the catalyst in my personal brand and my business. Because before I was like, just throwing spaghetti on the wall and see what's stuck, you know? And, And now that I'm like, no, balance is my through line. Let's go. Everything makes sense for me now. And it's like, oh you know, the floodgates are open. So food for thought. Amazing. Let's get into the next one. We're on V man. Home stretch. (laughs) We're making progress. We're almost, we're almost at the finish line. So we've talked about thoughts, habits, relationships, intention. And I know you're really going to, you're really going to love V because V is for vitality. Um, (sighs) And yeah, exactly. And energy is the most valuable currency you have. And if you dream of making an impact and creating something something special, which I know that happily happy hustlers out there, that's their intention. They want to create something special, so they wouldn't be tuned in right now. It's going to require a lot of the energy. However, not just normal energy, because energy is everywhere, right? It's going to require a lot of focused energy, a lot of focused energy and attention. And we gain energy through movement, nutrition, sleep, and purpose. And I'm sure you can relate to this, Carrie, but like for me, purpose is the ultimate fuel for my journey through life. And, you know, there's times where like my sleep might be challenged. Um, maybe I'm a little fatigued, but like my purpose always gives me that energy to like keep going. Um, so I feel like it all comes full circle because if we adopt the necessary habits to feed our energy throughout the day, um, then our energy levels will be consistent. They'll be balanced. They'll be elevated. So we can really free our body from the chains of those habits and emotions that keep us anchored in the past. Um, so you know, I think a couple of good questions to ask yourself. Number one, what does your morning routine look like? Right. Yeah. Great opportunity to energize yourself and create that clarity. Uh, number two is how do you wind down each day? 
you know, right now during these times, there's very blurry boundaries on like when your workday starts, when it ends. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, I, I definitely am guilty of this too, but again, I'm driven by my purpose. So for me, it's like, I, I enjoy doing this. Um, but there's nights where like, you know, I, there's days where I start at like 630. It's like the first thing I just like jump in and I'm doing stuff until 9 PM. Um, but that's my choice. Uh, and then lastly, like you mentioned, are there any energy, are there any energy vampires that you need to remove from your life? Um, and those can be bad habits. Those can be people that don't, that don't serve your, your energy. So again, I think those will be valuable questions that'll put you in position to create more vitality in your life. Yeah. A great point. And I think everything is energy, but now, right now in our life, especially focused energy is essential because there's so many distractions and you know, the human being brain has only got an attention span of eight seconds nowadays. So focusing your attention is going to be the difference between success and failure. And you mentioned purpose as the driving force behind vitality. And how I see purpose is that outward serving mission, you know, that reason, that why for really happy hustling. And then I talk about passion, purpose, and positive impact as the cornerstones of happy hustling. And passion is that that inward facing calling something, you know, that we are really, we are really just energetically called from above to step into our power regarding. So you got passion, which is more inward facing purpose, which is outward serving. And then the positive impact, which is the third pillar. It's all for what? If it's, if it's not making a positive impact, what's it all for, you know? And so really focusing on how you're showing up in the world, who you're trying to serve and the, the mission and the message and the process and, and really everyone out there focusing their vitality when you are thriving in 2021, focus that energy and, and really be deliberate where you're putting it on those big rocks, hopefully first, right? Exactly. I was just going to like, yeah, we're so aligned in, in, in the mindset because I was just literally going to say like, yeah, that energy, that focus energy needs to be going towards those wigs, those wildly important goals. And dude, yeah. it, I think I think it's like you're a very clear demonstration of what it looks like when you do get clarity and when you put your energy towards your intention, you know, like you just outlined you know, the passion, purpose, positive impact, the inward, the outward, and then the all encompassing, you know, mission. I think it's, I think it's really beautiful. And it's, it's pretty obvious that you've taken a lot of time to do that work and get that clarity. Yeah. And thank you, brother. I received that. And I, I definitely feel we're energetically aligned in so many fronts. And, you know, this has been a great just chat and I hope everyone's getting value and taking notes. I know I am because Jeremy's dropping straight fire and I, I want to get to E and then I want to talk about how people can find out more about you and how people can actually work with you. Cause I know you got a, a pretty awesome offer coming up in 2021. So let's hit E and then we'll get into it. For sure, brother. So uh, to finish up, E is for enthusiasm. So um, again, everyone listening right now, I think you sense the enthusiasm coming from me and Carrie. Um, and it was Ralph Waldo Emerson who said nothing great was 
ever achieved without enthusiasm. And I think that's so true, right? Because enthusiasm is really what enrolls people in your vision. So I work with a lot of CEOs and founders who want to attract the best talent to their team. And enthusiasm is really a gateway to creating that culture. You know, we hear the term culture thrown around a lot, but really it comes back to the ways of being to create culture. It doesn't just magically happen. You have to embody those things. And enthusiasm is contagious, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and I actually have um, this tattoo right here. It says entheos, and that's the Greek word for enthusiasm. Um, it literally means like inspired and filled with divinity. Um, so everyone listening, understand that like you are filled with divinity and enthusiasm is such a powerful energy because when it comes down to it, whether it's listening to a podcast or doing, you know, deciding who you want to, uh, hire as your coach or any of these things, it's like people are always doing business with people. And a lot of times, you know, like with a brand or as a company gets bigger, they lose touch with that. So people are always going to be attracted to passion, like you mentioned, and enthusiasm. So it's really a sign that you're living in purpose when you're embodying those things. It's hard to be enthusiastic about something that you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Um, and people will feel that energy too. Like I couldn't come on this podcast with you and and talk about real estate investing because while I love travel and and I know it's probably a good idea to invest in real, it's just something that that doesn't fire me up. Um, so I think a lot of my success and your success has been a product of our enthusiasm for helping people and changing lives. And I think now more than ever, that's what the world needs, right? So, uh, so Carrie, I know we touched on a lot of things, but quick recap: T thoughts, H is for habits, R is for relationships, I is for intention, V is for vitality, and E is for enthusiasm. Love it. Thrive in 2021, y'all. That is the remedy right there. You heard it here on the Happy Hustle Podcast with Jeremy. Now let's get into what I like to call some tangible happy hustle hacks and then we'll hit the rapid fire round and we'll wrap this bad boy up. But before we do, I'm sure people are wondering, where can people go to just learn more about Jeremy and and hear your podcast and kind of talk to us a little bit about that that coaching offer that you have? For sure. So so in regards to coaching, you know, I've been very fortunate uh, this, the last five years I've I've worked with a lot of high level executives, um, athletes when I was in Miami. Uh, And now as things have shifted online, it's been beautiful because I was kind of on this wave right before COVID hit. And I was doing this, like I started in late January and now, you know, I've had the privilege and I'm currently still working with um, high level leadership from some of the biggest companies in the world. So an executive from Google, um, Spotify and, uh, and some other amazing, powerful leaders. So that's really who I serve is, is high-level male entrepreneurs, uh, founders, um, because I feel like by impacting that one person, that one man who has a lot of power and potential, once I'm able to help them on their journey, they are going to have a massive impact as a father, as a husband, as a leader mm-hmm. of the company. So that's why I've chosen to serve them. Um, 
So people can find out about me and they can find my application process as well. You know, if you go to Coach Jeremy 305, J-E-R-E-M-Y, the number 305 on Instagram, you can also find me on TikTok. Uh, you know, we built a community of over 250,000 on there. Woo! TikTok yeah. famous. Love it. And then, and then, and then, like Carrie mentioned, um, the Thrive University podcast. So you can find it wherever podcasts are. Um, Carrie's going to be a guest. I'm Probably, stoked about hopefully it. Hopefully, we can get you on before the end of the year, but for sure, like first couple of weeks in January. And, yep. And yeah, you know, similar mission to carry, honestly, is just to empower and inspire you um, with the tools and lessons that you need to thrive. And um, yeah, so been doing that for almost for like a year and nine months. We're at like 160 episodes. So it's it's something I enjoy doing and we bring on the best best minds in the world. Love it, man. Keep going. So you got Coach Jeremy 305 on the IG, TikTok, Coach Jeremy 305 as well, right? And then Thrive University podcast, his website, The Jeremy Abramson, that's A-B-R-A-M-S-O-N.com. And you guys highly recommend checking out his podcast. He drops just fire all day, every day. So got to check that out. Now, what I like to do, Jeremy, is really dive into some tangible happy hustle hacks, like short power pack to the point. Let's talk about health first, because I know you're big in health and fitness. Let's talk about a happy hustle hack for your health, like maybe two non-negotiables. Two non-negotiables for me. Um, two non-negotiables for me would be airplane mode first thing in the morning. Um, Love it. You know, I'm sure like you, I get very inundated with messages, social media, these things during the day. So for me, it's very important to have my first 60 minutes like for reading, for journaling, for hydrating. So I take care of basically all of my morning things in that 60 minutes, undistracted. And then um, one of the things for me personally that like just makes me really happy. And and as you know, happiness is important is oh yeah. My morning coffee, I put this mushrooms in there. So this is eight organic different mushroom fruiting bodies to really fuel my mental cognition and focus. And I usually have a piece of like cold, dark chocolate with that coffee. And I'll like dip the cold chocolate into the hot coffee. And it makes me so fucking happy. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so what, what are the... Tell us uh, where people can get those functional mushrooms. Cause I think I take my functional mushrooms in my coffee every morning as well, but where can people get that brand? Yeah, for sure. So this, the reason I really love this brand called live ultimate um, is because they do everything the right way in terms of sustainable, it's all glass packaging. They provide third-party testing for all their products and everything uh, is fair trade sourced. So you know, ethical, fair trade farms, um, and everything's organic, and it's just really high quality stuff. So they can go to liveultimate.com slash podcast, um, and they can get hooked up there, um, or they can just message me on IG, whatever. Um, but these are a game changer. You know, I've actually helped quite a few people. They've helped themselves, but, you know, uh, get off things like uh, Adderall or Vyvanse, like these ADHD medications, 
and they've replaced it with medicinal mushrooms. So um, if you can start to just get more holistic in your approach, that that's a game changer. Oh, 100%, man. You're talking to the guy who loves and lives holistic, you know, wellness. I, I mean, I was big into biohacking, but my mom is an OG biohacker. You know, I've never been vaccinated. I've never had antibiotics. I've never on any of that shit. So, uh, you know, ah, I'm a can't wait to dive deeper into that. Yeah, she's an OG, man. Functional medicine doctor and, and chiropractor and so I grew up, set up, reaching for the medicine cabinet, the herb drawer, you know? Mm. And so I'm all about the functional mushrooms and, and just doing things the right way as well. Sustainability is a big part of my life and being an eco-warrior. have a company called Sustainable Breakthroughs that's fighting the plastic pollution epidemic. So when you talk glass packaging, it gets me a little erect in the pantalones. Uh, hey, <laughs> no. that was a lot. Hit, then you're gonna hit some. Then you're then you're gonna hit some dong slapping pushups before you. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Those happen every day. So let's get into now. I like to talk about money because money is a tool, in my opinion, and it's not it's not necessarily you know uh, uh, the end result for a lot of people. However. For me, I look at the more I make, the more I can give and the more impact I can have. And I want to hear maybe some tangible happy hustle hacks regarding money that you've seen. Maybe I know you probably made a bunch, you probably lost a bunch. What are some good principles that you can share some tangible happy hustle hacks will you with the listeners? For sure. Um, yeah, I think I think so many people, myself included, you know, for a majority of my life, had like a very skewed mindset towards money. And that all stemmed from my childhood, my parents, you know, we, I was fortunate enough to like be raised in a family that like, we didn't really like stress financially, but, but you wouldn't know that by the way we lived. Like I did, you know, all of our shopping at like TJ Maxx and Ross and, you know, my parents rarely would ever like treat themselves to anything. You know, my dad still drives a Toyota Prius from 2008 and he was a neurologist for 40 years. So so I kind of grew up with the mindset, like, like, I don't need these material things to make me happy. So that helps because I'm so comfortable in my own skin where I don't feel the need to like flex on people with shiny objects. Um, so I would think that's, I think that's a valuable tip is like, what are you spending money on right now? And is it something that you feel like you're actually going to be using six months, one year down the road? Um, and getting clear with actually like what wealthy means to you, you know, for me, wealthy means being able to eat out at a restaurant, not have to worry about any of the pricing on there. Like just be able to treat myself, my friends, be able to travel to wherever and live up those experiences and be able to like, just do what I'm doing now and what you're doing, right? Like travel whenever, be able to, you know, work wherever I am. And for me, that freedom is like wealth. Um, yep. so getting clear with those things, I think is important. And also, also, um, you know, understanding that, you know, as a coach for me and probably for you too, like, I think I didn't understand how much value I brought to my clients. Like, you know, my coaching program, when I started it 12 week program, it was 3,500 bucks. And now you know, it's 7,500 and I have all my spots filled. Um, so, so for me, I, I think high ticket, like 
a lot of people are like, they have a $99 offer and they try to get, you know, a hundred people enrolled for me, you know, I enroll three people a month at 7,500 bucks and I have 25 K a month. Um, and that's just one revenue stream. Right. So, um, is, is finding just things that align with you. Like I just invest in things that I believe in and, and I'm not trying to catch a fad or anything like that. You know, I, I don't, ever think of anything as selling because I'm sharing a gift, like whether it's these mushrooms or my coaching, it's a gift that I'm sharing with you. And do you want to enroll in the vision? Awesome. If not awesome, I'm good either way. Yeah, exactly, man. I think that's a great mindset to have and, you know, presenting sales as an opportunity. And I love sales personally, last year alone, I mean, not to just as a a benchmark or how much I love sales, sold over a half a million bucks working less than 20 years, 20 hours a, a week on the phone, just crushing high ticket sales. And we were selling 50K and 25K packages. I think it makes sense if you can deliver the result to sell higher level, higher ticket things and make more money in the process. And, you know, just last week we did it over the phone, 56 K and I'm like, okay, you know, these are, was this for the brand building? This is brand building. Yeah. And, and so, and uh, I mean, last month it was even more, it was over six figures and it's like, sales are the lifeblood of any business. So when we're talking money, you got to talk sales and you got to sharpen your sales sword, you know, and you have to be like starting to think about, all right, how, how are you going to present your product, your service in the most, you know, efficient and effective way that, that facilitates your prospect to make the decision that's best for them. And sometimes that means not selling them, but a lot of times it means, helping them push past that fear because we all have that fear and we all need to be challenged at times. And I never hard sell anyone. And it's never like a scammy sleazy process. It's always, here's an opportunity that could change your life. Do you want it? You know, and with Jeremy's coaching, same thing. Do you want to change your life? Okay, great. Get someone like Jeremy in your corner, you know? So we're, I mean, we're on a ramble here. We could go for days, but I wanted to just mention that, you know, sales and how you mentioned high ticket, very important. Now let's go one more happy hustle hack. And this is on entrepreneurship in its entirety. I know you've learned a lot starting your business and you probably made some mistakes. I had, I know I have uh, failing four startups uh, epically, um, but you you know, <laughs> turning failure into fertilizer is the name of the game in entrepreneurship, in my opinion. So let's talk about for you a happy hustle hack for entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, you know, Carrie, I feel like it it a lot of the conversation comes back to like gaining that clarity on what what you want to create. Um, I think entrepreneurship through social media has been like glorified. But in reality, it's hard. You know, it's it's why most people don't do it or most people do it and they give up. So if you are absolutely committed to your mission, then that's going to fuel you through those challenging days and those those hard moments. Um, so so my best advice is is patience, right? Patience with yourself in the process um, and also also, um, create, you know, tell your story, you know, stop consuming so many other people's content, like start creating your own story, telling your story and enrolling people in your vision. And, and I think so many people like get caught up in this comparison game 
And it's like, that's stealing away from your creative energy. Yeah, man. Love that. Patience. You know, I, I, I like to use the phrase persistent consistency, you know, just mm. putting in the work every single day. And that's Zig Ziglar, not me. I got to give him credit. Zig's the man. Um, and it's really about having patience and just being committed to your mission especially in terms of entrepreneurship. So love that, Jeremy. Jeremy, I want to dive into the rapid fire round. This is where we basically just ask you random questions and you answer honestly, first thing that comes to mind. All right, are you ready? Uh, All right, bro. Favorite movie, go. Uh, Favorite movie, oh my God. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. (laughs) That's a great movie. Favorite food. Favorite food, Uh, sweet potato fries. Favorite book, love those too. Favorite book. Uh, the four agreements. Mm. What's your spirit animal? My spirit animal is a fucking lion. (sighs) (laughs) Best business advice. Best business advice. Um, serve. Mm. Serve. What was your first hustle? First thing you did for money. Yeah, yeah. My first hustle was... Oh my gosh, my first hustle, this probably wasn't even the first one, honestly, but my first hustle was like uh, teaching tennis lessons when I was still like playing in high school. I started like, I made a flyer for myself and literally like went to all the shopping centers and like just stapled it, pinned it in, even when it, where it wasn't allowed. Um, Love it. That's something I did. And then lemonade stands. I was doing those like pretty consistently. I was persistently consistent with those. Boom. Love it. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? One superpower, what would it be? Fuck, that's a great question, bro. Um, I think it would be really cool. I think time travel would be really dope. Go back, you know, to the 60s or, you know, the 1800s and hang out with like Abraham Lincoln and pick his brain and like do a podcast with him. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I would say say like time travel slash reincarnation. Yeah, that's good. One word you wish to be synonymous with your name for the rest of your life. Impact. Boom. And three things you're most grateful for right now. Three things I'm most grateful for are... The sunshine, uh, my family, and being in the, under the same roof as my parents for this brief period of time, and just the continued opportunity that we have each day, that I have each day to expand, like and grow and learn and 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 connect with great people like yourself. You know, I I really am just so grateful that we get to do this. Um, yeah, man. On, on a daily basis, it's such a gift, and I don't take it for granted. Love it. Love that, man. And I just want to acknowledge you for sharing your love, your light, your wisdom with the Happy Hustlers, man. This has been amazing, Jeremy. And I so appreciate you rocking the mic. Where can people go one more time to find out more about you, to follow you online? And then I'll wrap it up with the final question. For sure. So yeah, guys, Carrie, I appreciate you, man. And, um, you know, it's it's a beautiful mirror, you know, through this screen to be able to connect and, and just share our passions and and our purpose and make that positive impact together. Um, people can find me again, Coach Jeremy305, uh, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, always posting content. And then the Thrive University podcast, make sure to 
catch an episode there. And if you don't like it, you never have to listen again. But I think, <laughs> yeah, it's and, and Jeremy's putting out awesome content, guys. Like you got to follow him. Very entertaining and very just like inspiring content on the regular. So, Coach Jeremy three hundred five, and then Thrive University podcast. Jeremy, this has been great. Final question: What does happy hustling mean to you, man? Oh man, that's so good. And I definitely can relate to what you said about like hustling and not necessarily like having that balance. Right. So I think for me, happy hustling means surrendering to the flow of the universe. And what I mean by that is like taking those consistent actions each day that are supporting your mission. And then understanding that like by doing that, you're going to attract so much abundance in your life. And like the universe is going to really do its best to align. And um, I think sometimes in the past for me, I've been guilty of trying to force things too much. And now I'm like really committed to just like letting things flow more organically and naturally. And, and I feel like it's paying off big time. Mm, love that. Jeremy Abramson, everyone. Thank you guys for watching. Listen, this has been amazing. Appreciate you, brother. Peace and love, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.